On this edition of the Talking Kentucky Postgame Show, we taught the Cats 45-28 win over the Vanderbilt Commodores in Nashville as the Cats improved to 4-0 overall and 1-0 in the SEC. Let's get into it. You are listening to Talking Kentucky. Now, here's Coleman Scott and Caden Holmes. Welcome in, everyone, to the Talking Kentucky post-game show. My name is Coleman Scott of Talking Kentucky, and I'm joined tonight by Brad Harvey of College Sportscast for our fourth edition of uh, these Talking Kentucky post-game shows this season as the Cats get the win over Vanderbilt. 45 to 28. They cover the 13 and a half point spread, and the Cats are 4 and 0, and they're 1 and 0 in SEC play. But yet again, I'll echo the wise words of Mark Stoops saying, "Well, we won, we covered, but I'm pissed off." Um, and I feel like that is how the uh, the enti- entire Kentucky fan base feels right now. Brad, is that how you feel? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm pissed off, but um I'm I'm a little a little disappointed, not terribly. I don't feel as disappointed tonight as I did two weeks ago in Eastern Kentucky disappointed. Um you know, I thought they played a pretty great first half, at least a quarter and a half, you know, and played and, and looked really good, you know, to start the game out with most of most of it. Um, first quarter was excellent. I don't yes. think I, I think Kentucky played as well as anybody in the country in the first quarter. And I'll go back to this. When this team is playing its best, I think we're as good as anybody in the country. I think our offense is good as anybody in the country. I think our defense is certainly as good as anybody in the country. And I think we can win a lot of games. But the problem is we are not consistent at all. <laughs> and uh, we we cannot play a complete game. We did we for sure haven't played a complete game. Um, no, no, we haven't. No, no, for sure we have not played a complete game. You know, my biggest beef, I guess, with this team so far, four games into that, we're a quarter of the way. I mean, a third of the way through the season now. You know, a regular season. My my biggest beef so far is that we continuously shoot ourselves in the foot with penalties. Absolutely. And I, I know there's a couple of other things that a lot of Kentucky fans are going to scream and holler about. But, you know, we'll get to it. I've got something to say about a later drive, and, and, and we'll get to it. But, you know, to start out the game, they looked really well. Um. I loved the pick six in the first quarter. Maxwell uh, Harrison, know. what a game yeah. from him. I mean, he yeah. got two of those. I mean, we're going to get into that. But, I mean, how many times do you see one player get two pick sixes in one game? It doesn't happen a lot. And, I mean, he got one right off the bat in the first quarter. Um, a great play. They actually – the the play kind of reminded me of the Devin Leary play from last week where he ducked a – you know, a sack and everything and twist it out. And yep. then he tried and then he tried to make a play and Marvin Harrison made a, a great play on the ball. And uh 
you know, ran it back, I don't know, 25, 30 yards, you know, to the end zone, to the house. So, Absolutely. you know, it was a great play. And I'm sure we'll have that in the highlight probably. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, that we'll talk about. But, you know, overall, if you're a Kentucky fan, 4-0 is a great, great start. It's where we should yeah. be. We're covering, we're covering spreads. We've covered three out of the four spreads. The Eastern game is the only game that we did not. So that means we're doing better than even Vegas thinks that we're supposed to be doing. Yep. You know, all the, how do you pick that out out of the first four games? If 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 I asked you before the season, which one of these first four games you think Kentucky doesn't cover in? Yeah. (laughs) It's Eastern, you know, and that's Kentucky football for you, you know? Right. Uh, and I, I think this game continues to kind of sum up um, this. And uh, uh, Wildcat Sports Talk did like a collab show with Talking Kentucky uh, this Thursday. And uh, Adam Webb kind of summed up the season so far as, and, and really Kentucky football in general, as, uh, man, that was awesome, but we look horrible. <laughs> right? Or, man, that was horrible, but that was awesome. You know, that kind yeah. of thing is the season yeah. so far. But, uh I don't, you know, I, I'm not pissed off and I don't think we're playing horrible. Um, you know, horrible, we'd be two and two right now or something. You know what I mean? Right. That yeah. would be horrible, you know? It would. Uh, you know, so with the games that we've had, I mean, quite honestly, even one loss would would not be good. Right. Two losses would be horrible. Would be horrible, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But we're 4-0. Um, we're 4-0. But we're 4 Brad, and, I, I, I do think. You know, as a. Man, you got to be happy with that. Oh, I think so. And, and Brad, I think that this was, and it wasn't a complete game, but I do think this was the most complete game out of the four that we played so far. I mean, wouldn't you agree with that? Probably. I mean, it felt like it. Um, the offensive drives were there. We had two defensive, you know, touchdowns today. Um, you know, so yes. There's some stuff that happened at least in the second half that I wasn't too fond of, to be honest with you. Oh, of course. Well, the whole thing of tripping on Eli Cox's foot and uh, and just fumbling snaps. And it's like, man, what? how do we go from looking amazing in the first quarter to looking like the worst football team? So there was a drive at the very end of the third quarter that ended up being the first of the fourth quarter. Okay? Mm-hmm. We wound up overcoming all of this, okay? And it was an 88-yard drive that they hit Dane Key in the back of the end zone for a touchdown pass, okay? And it was an 88-yard drive, but it was the most ugly, beat-yourself drive in football that you will ever see. They Mm -hmm. had... There's they had five penalties on the same drive. On one drive, they yep. overcame. They overcame a, a a second and twenty-one. They overcame a second and sixteen. They overcame. I think it was like a third and eighteen. They they backed themselves up. I mean, holding penalties. Dane Key gets a. Um, Personal foul after the after the after man, the that just it, it's like we're beating Vanderbilt. We should be beating Vanderbilt. It's like don't showboat against Vanderbilt. Like guys, just you know, shut I up mean, and get the sideline. 
you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, he he pats he pats the defender on the head after you know and, and gets a personal foul. I mean, yeah, you can't do that stuff. You know, it's just I not mean, discipline. It's not discipline. Football, and that's not even football. And <laughs> that drive, I'm telling you, out of out of the whole game, if you go back and watch that drive, I mean, it was it was great, but damn, it was ugly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> at the back same to- time. Going back to Adam's comment, you know, man, that that was awesome, but we look horrible, you know. That drive was unbelievable. I mean, we kept overcoming and overcoming. And the thing of it is, is we're overcoming against Vanderbilt. Yeah, You're not going to overcome that against Georgia. That's true. That's true. But, you know, I think think Kentucky historically, especially under Mark Stoops, plays to their opponent. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think that's true. I mean, we play our best. We We're not overcoming against- that against Alabama. We're not overcoming yeah. that against Tennessee. We may right. not overcome that against Missouri or yeah. South Carolina. No, I, I know. And I'm I, just being I, honest. We no, can't have a drive that. that looks like that against those teams. No. Nope. Because yep. we will not overcome those things. You know, we had probably – four or five plays in that one drive that was tackles for loss. We had five penalties. I mean, it was just, but the, the, the odd thing is, is they overcame every single one of them and drove 88 yards and had a 22 yard, great catch in the back of the end zone. (laughs) Claude said Florida might be a problem for us. Yeah. And I think Florida is better defensively than people think. And then we first thought at the beginning yeah, of the season. I think honestly. their front four, their front four is definitely probably going to be one of you know the best front four that we've probably faced so far. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you I know. think of all the game, I think this might have been the offensive line's worst game today, honestly. And that concerns yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> that absolutely. concerns me a lot. Um, there, so the two things that I from this, well, three that I would say from this game that concerns me. Is I already said beating ourselves with the penalties, the offensive line. And then my third thing would be some of the drops. Cause we've had this is now, you know, I said this, Coleman, didn't I say this like two or three weeks ago that we had a bunch of drops and you yep. know, and it and you know, I this is now uh a theme. I'm saying this every week, you know. Um, and some of the some of the drops concerned me a little bit as well. Um, I thought our wide receiver room was going to be really, really good, and they're good. I'm just not sure if they're really, really good. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, you know, I thought that all probably of of Devin Leary's mishaps in the first few non-conference games were probably on the receivers because of the drops or probably them going and running bad routes. But I think some of it was on Leary today. I mean, I, I saw some bad throws from Leary today. I mean, he just straight up overthrew some people. He made some bad decisions. Like the first interception he threw was like, man, why are you doing that? You'd thrown into double coverage for no reason. And uh, the other one that was an interception, he just I mean, he just threw it into the middle of the you know pack of Vanderbilt players. And it's like, why are you doing that, man? I know you don't want yeah. to take the sack, but you can't just. I mean, I wouldn't expect that coming from an experienced quarterback like him. So especially a guy who has. I'm going to give y'all a stat, okay? This guy has never thrown for more than five interceptions in a season. Now, 
he was hurt in two of those seasons. Okay. So he didn't finish. He only played four games in one season and six in the other. Um, but he played a complete season, 12 games in, in another season. He only had five picks. Guess how many picks he has through four games at Kentucky? He's got five. Exactly. He's got five. And that's, like I said, that's concerning. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> Um, yeah. so, but you know, and, and that's how I would sum up the game today. Um, the good was our best that we've seen. The bad was the worst that we've seen. It was good to see, uh, Juton McLean get some really good runs. I thought Demi, um, had some really good runs, had two or three of them, probably three really good runs called back. Mm-hmm. Um, the holding, you know, do you think that the holding penalties, like really, I feel like we get a bad deal on those. I feel like anytime we do anything good, we get holding called on us. Do you think that that? I'm telling you, man. We we have had so many good run plays called back so far this year. Uh, yeah. it's unbelievable. I mean, do you really think? I mean, I feel like sometimes they can call holding on every play. I mean, it, I really do. You know, I know Kentucky fans get a bad rap for saying the refs are out to get us, but do you think the refs are out to get us on some of these holding calls? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm going to tell you, like, I, the worst call of the game by far was they called a pass interference on Hairston. Yeah, that was not pass interference. Where, where Shipley, this is where, this, I mean, it put them on the two-yard line because it was in the back of the end zone, and the, it, the pass literally hit him in the hands, and he – made a great play on the ball and knocked it loose. Mm-hmm. And that was an atrocious, I yeah. mean, just an atrocious call in the back of the end zone. It was to um, me too. Yeah. It was an, it was a hor- horrendous call. I mean, it really was. That was the worst call in the game. If you ask me. Oh, I think, it um, was you know, because Harrison had an absolute excellent game and made a fantastic play on that because they were going at him today. They were all day long. They went at Hairston all day long. And for the most part, he showed them, you can't do this to me. I'm going to win. And I didn't and he know did. who that kid was before the season started, but he's the best. He's been the best defensive player. I mean, you know, I thought the start of the defense this year is going to be JJ Weaver, who has honestly done nothing this year yeah. so far yeah so Harrison looked really it, yeah. what 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 I what I liked about Harrison today is they challenged him mm-hmm. play after play they challenged him and he stepped up to the plate not only making plays like that he had two pick sixes and like when I they said, were challenging him. when's the last time you heard of anybody in, on any team get two pick sixes in one game but Let's go through some highlights here. Uh, first, we got Jatan McLean uh, with the long run for the touchdown. And Brad, I feel like he needs to get more touches because I He's mean, a, this is a nice this is a nice run. He had some he had some really good runs today, um, and like I said, so did Demi and so did Davis. So we got three yeah. pretty good backs. We do, we do. Jatan McLean with a big uh, big run and score here. <clears throat> On McLean in, and by far the best run of the game, and McLean breaks it. Touchdown. 36 yards.
Well, Vandy bottled up the old Commodore Ray Davis, but no answer for Juton McLean on his first run of the game. So watch, Ethan Barr is going to break this away, and you'll see a big hole open up right here in the middle. So you've got an unfit gap. Look at that. Easy. That's a clean read for Juton McLean. He's up in the line of scrimmage. Right. I mean, I feel like he's more explosive than Ray Davis. And, and I, I just feel like he compliments Ray Davis. You know, and I thought Ray Davis would be more of a power back that would resemble like Benny Snell or Chris Rodriguez. But honestly, he's not that either. I don't know if that's on the O-line or what, but I, I feel like we can't get anything going just handing it off to a power back like we used to with Benny Snell. I mean, it used to be guaranteed with him and Chris Rodriguez, like four or five yards guaranteed, but yeah. bare minimum. And but now I think it's like we were, I think we were getting a whole lot of push on that offensive line back then too. Yeah. Which really that, helped. That, that definitely did help. That definitely did. When you help. get a three yard push on the offensive line, that helps you get that five yards. Yes, it does. Power back. And then you know, we had the the first of but two. But McLean, McLean had some really good runs today um, and looked yeah. good. I, I actually think he was the leading rusher of the game today, I believe. I, I believe he was, too. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I, I think, like I said, you know, we just need to kind of spread the love in the running back room a little bit more and not try to force feed it to, to anybody. Uh, but then we had the first, as we said, of two Maxwell Harrison pick sixes here. Uh, which was an electric way uh, to start the game here. So Maxwell Harrison. Hard line to move the chains, eludes the pressure, and picks it off! A pick six! He eluded the sacks, but Max Harrison's there to take it to the house, 29 yards. Pressure right as he's getting rid of it from Wallace. Swan did a great job of staying alive, and Harrison is given a gift. We saw this. Yeah, it was a gift. <laughs> he just threw it right to him. Um, but uh, and Clyde says here in the comments, home game on the road. Yes, it was. It always is at Vanderbilt. But Brad, that stadium, that with all the construction and everything. Yeah, the, I don't the know. The tent what, locker room. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they were even thinking. Like, you know, scoreboard, seriously, scoreboards on a crane. It's like, yeah, man. it's it's pretty bad. Yeah, I, the uh, the locker room is literally a tent. Literally uh, for the for the literally. away team. Literally, that's what it is. Um, Maggie, Davis they have a crane. The they have a crane holding up the scoreboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maggie Davis posted the video that uh, that the tent was air conditioning at least, you know, so you don't have a bunch of uh, smelly, sweaty football players in there. Um, and I want to I want to correct something. So I said that McLean was the leading rusher today. I forgot Davis had a forty yard run late in the game, you know, fourth quarter uh, there, right yeah. about it, and and he had seventy eight, and McLean had sixty four. So, but McLean led in rushing most of the day, most of the game, most of the game, yeah. yeah. Um, but Ray Davis is somebody, you know, at the goal line that uh, that we can count on to power it in, kind of like Benny Snell, kind of like Chris Rodriguez, and he did exactly that uh, for the Cats' third touchdown of the day. That was one of two touchdowns for Ray Davis. All in the first quarter. Now on the second and goal, Davis left side. Extra effort, touchdown. 
So that was a nice and easy little handoff to Ray Davis. We can count on him in the red zone. And that's something last year, Brad. In the red zone, we just sucked last year. Yeah, we wasn't real good at it. Yeah, Yeah, we wasn't real good at it. um, So, I I mean, that's huge. Being able to take those field goals from last year, and sometimes we couldn't even count on field goals to be a thing, um, and turn them into touchdowns. But, you know, our our field goal kicker this year is Mr. Consistent. Has Has he missed anything yet? I don't think not he's yet. Knock, knock on. Yeah, knock on wood. Something. Yeah, I don't. I don't have wood next to me. I yeah. got metal. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll just <laughs> knock on our heads, you know, knock on wood yeah. and everything. But uh, yeah, hopefully we don't jinx that and miss a field goal to lose to Florida or something next week. So let's just yeah, yeah. Knock, knock on wood again uh, there. And then uh, you know we we've got a lot of highlights today because it was a high score. Um, so, which is a, which is a good thing. Um, but then we had, uh, I think after that Ray Davis touchdown, Brad was when things kind of went south <laughs> and by kind of went south. I mean, I mean, they really went south, right? That, that middle eight is, is so important to a football game. And you mentioned penalties. We didn't have a single penalty before, uh, about four minutes left. So right in the second, in the that, second quarter. And in yeah. in the second quarter, right, getting into that middle eight there. Yeah, they played clean for a while, and then all of a sudden, I mean, I'm but telling again, you, we, it was you know, driven, it was just crazy. But again, it was driven by penalties and by shooting ourselves in the foot, right? And uh, I, you know, that was sort of an iffy call. You said that that it was a questionable call with the um, with the uh, Maxwell Harrison pass interference, but that you was know. Terrible. The I can't remember who it was. It's number eleven on the defense. I can't I can't really remember who that is. I don't know if you do off, off the top of your head. But they called a late hit on him, and it was it it wasn't honestly. I mean, he got there a little late, but I mean, it, the call could have gone either way, honestly. Right. Um, but that was the start of a string of bad penalties from the defense, which led to Vanderbilt in the last four minutes of the second quarter scoring ten points and cutting our twenty four to nothing lead. Um, right to uh, to ten or to fourteen because they they scored ten points. So right, and right before the half, right before the half, which get football's a game of momentum, <laughs> right? And uh, gave uh, gave all the momentum to Vandy there going into the halftime. But in the third quarter, Derek Jackson got an interception, which was much needed. Speaking of momentum, that gave Kentucky uh, the momentum once again. So that that was big for the Cats to be able to open things back up for Swan and throws into coverage and throws it to Kentucky's De'Eric Jackson. Jackson laterals the football. There are flags down on the field. Andrew Phillips has the ball now and he's inside the 25 down to the 21. Let's see, it could be a block. And I like that little, uh, I like that little dump off pass there you know yeah. that that was that yeah. was smooth i was like ooh, I, you know you don't see that from the cats very often um making little clutch plays like that so um that was much needed uh to get our momentum back in the right direction on kentucky mm-hmm. side um and then we had the uh, the second ray davis go on uh touchdown of the day uh to put the cats uh back on top of the of the scoring momentum as well so ray davis with his second touchdown of the day here Again, straight ahead, Davis, touchdown. His second today. Mark Stoops' defense forces the turnover, and Ray Davis catches it in. 
Ray Davis with a touchdown there. And, uh, you know, yeah, going cap back to capitalizing on the turnovers today was fantastic. That was huge. That was huge. They had, they had three, they had three interceptions, and of course, we had two pick sixes, and then we capitalized there and scored a touchdown. So we scored 21 points off of three picks today. I just want to put that out there. Hey, Nicholas Kyle, if we stop the run next week, we win. Now, I, I, I would, I would agree with I, that. Absolutely. Cause that's that yep. Florida has two really good backs yep. and a good offensive line. I don't think they're great, but they're a good offensive line. And absolutely 100%. I agree with you, Nicholas. Um, it, the, the, the run game next week is going to be absolute key to the game. Absolutely. 100%. And speaking of key to the game. <clears throat> Dane Key got a touchdown here uh, for the last offensive Kentucky touchdown of the game. Uh, who, which Dane Key, Brad, he's been quiet this year, honestly. You know, a lot of trash talk coming his way. I think that's but, his uh, first touchdown, isn't it, of the season? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it is. Um, you know, and he had the, the – it doesn't show it on this highlight, but he had the little pat on the head of the Vandy defender afterwards. So, uh, And they called uh, – penalty on him for it, you know, uh, and, uh, yeah. And, and, and just, it, that's undisciplined, you know, and yeah. that's not even football undisciplined, you know, that's just, it's just being a, a sportsman, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Vanderbilt. It's one thing if, if we're like catching TDs on people's heads when we're playing Tennessee or Georgia or something like that, but it's Vanderbilt. We're supposed to catch TDs on their head. So like, well, know, I mean, it's a great catch and Dane key is really good at going up over top of people and and grabbing those plays, he's done it before. He's really good at it. He makes great catches doing this. The only problem is, is you just can't do that. You got to be more disciplined than that. You, um, you know, they're they're going to call that every time on this play. On this play, as soon as he tapped him on the helmet. Is over. There was yeah, literally, there was literally, I don't know if it's going to be in the highlight, but if, if you've got it here, but there was literally like eight flags flying everywhere. As I, soon I as he done it. I don't think it's on the highlight, uh, actually. <laughs> I think they tried to cut that one off. You know, the Kentucky people try to, you know, not. But have it, I don't know if it's in the highlight, but if you go back and watch, there's flags flying everywhere. I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. What happened? No, I didn't see it at first. Josh and then, Hart. you know. Yeah, Josh Hart in the comments there says our defense was spectacular. You know, I agree, and and we were just talking about before we got on here that we don't really like giving up twenty eight points to Vandy. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that doesn't sound good. But a lot of those points, Brad, I think were points that Vandy got off our turnovers. Speaking of points off turnovers, right? And they got and they got some late too. So I don't know if our first string people was in there. You know what I mean? All of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they got some points late in this game too. You know, so if you take kind of take that with a grain of salt, I think overall, yeah, our defense did play really well, especially in the first quarter. I mean, the first half, I yeah. thought we were going to, I thought we were going to win by seventy. I mean, it was, it was just, I thought we were going to run them out of there. And then, right. uh, in true Kentucky football fashion, we took foot off the gas. Um, so uh, let's see, yeah, Dane Key, you know, going back to the to the Dane Key talk here, Dane Key with his first touchdown of the season, um, if we're not mistaken here, so. And it's going to pay off with a 
Oh man, did it did it cut off there? Yeah, they really didn't show that. <laughs> they they had to cut it off early uh, to not show the uh, yeah, not show the pat on the head. Yeah, but, as know, soon as he done it, I'm telling you, there were flags everywhere. Mm-hmm. I was like, what in the world? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, you know that was a spectacular catch. So I I was sure that he didn't get his foot down in bounds. And then yeah. they showed the slow motion replay. I was like, man, he did get it. So um, yeah, yeah, I mean, but, it was a great catch. It and was. going over top, and he literally got it off the top of the guy's head. <laughs> you just, you just can't pat. Uh, you can't, you just can't pat right. him on the head, right? So, but right. then you know, we we uh, our last scoring play of the game, uh, Maxwell Harrison closing out a monster game with his second pick six, and just you know, what a monster season he's having! What a monster game! Uh, he had he a had really today. good game last game as well. If you yeah. guys didn't notice. Yeah. Oh no, I I noticed. That's for sure. I noticed. That's for sure. But Maxwell Harrison with his second uh, pick six of the day here. So Swan intercepted. It's Harrison again off the carom. Is he going to do it again? Another pick six. It, uh, announcer said, is he going to do that again? And that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. And every other Kentucky fan was thinking when that happened. So uh, a, a lot to be happy about with the cats today and a lot to be upset about, you know, that's the story again through these first four games. So, but cats are four and uh and the cats have covered in three of the four games. And we want to hear from you. Uh, give us a shout on the Talk Kentucky phone line, 502-234-1504. Give us your thoughts on the game. Give us your thought on the season so far. <clears throat> and tell us if you also thought Dane Key patting the Vanderbilt receiver on the head uh, was a bad decision. Um, and uh, <laughs> so, you know, we look ahead to Florida. You know, do you do you think – I mean, Florida's going to be ranked next week. They already are ranked. Um, so Which I don't on. agree with, by the way. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Which I don't I, agree I, with, by the way. Um, <laughs> I just want to make that clear. Do I yeah. think they will be ranked? They're not going to get beat by Charlotte tonight, today. So, you know, they'll be ranked because they're right. already ranked. I think we're getting a Josh Hart call here. Josh, what's going on? Go Cats. Hey, what's up, fellas? Good win today. Little, 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 uh, little too much in the penalties in the second half, but uh, I think we'll, get, we'll be fine. They had yeah. 10 for the game. On the Dan Key thing, I think that was more frustrating than anything. Um, honestly, I think it was. Um, uh, oh, I absolutely agree. You know, Dane sort of had a – it was a frustrating game for a while for Kentucky, and Dane sort of had a frustrating season too. So, you know, shutting all the haters up, you know, it was kind of a, probably a heat of the moment thing. But boy, he got an earful on the sideline from about three or four coaches, including Mark Stoops well, and first, Vince Merrill. First, first, first um, Vince Merrill got him. Yeah. And then Stoops got him. So, I mean, yep. he got hammered. Um, he got uh, an earful. You know what I mean? Yeah, he did. There's no doubt about that. But, yeah. uh, but Josh, do you feel like us that, uh, you know, there, there's a lot to be happy about i mean we were texting at the beginning of the game you know brad me and me and josh were you know we were we we're living it up man like th- this is the team we've been looking for you know this is this is what we've been waiting for and then in in true kentucky fashion second quarter we just you know yeah, <laughs> went right well, down the toilet this, this, this is my take on it. 
anytime we could put 45 points on the board, I'm going to be very, very happy with that. Yep. Defensive points, offensive points, or special team points. Not returns, kick returns, whatever. We put 45 on the board every game. We can beat anybody. I completely agree with you. And I was. Do we need to clean some things up? Of course. Yeah, well, I was talking early in the show, you know, when I when we're playing our best on both offense and defensive side of the ball, I think we play as well as anybody else in the country. I mean, I really I don't, think that. I don't like this giving up 28 points today. I I that's yeah. that's one of my beefs today. Um I don't think Vandy is a team that we should give up 28 points to. No. No, I, I I don't think so in any capacity, even late game. I mean, that late game touchdown should have gotten them to 21, maybe not to 28, if you give up a late game touchdown like that. But I, but you're right, Josh. No, I, I think I think you're absolutely right. The last touchdown was just a trash touchdown. Because we gave it up? No, of course not. So fourth down, we should have stopped them. And I know Stoops wasn't happy about that because that's why they called the timeout. Mm-hmm. He, he told them, don't let them score. I guarantee he said, don't let them score. And they scored. So, you know, that is very disappointing because we just came out of a timeout on that play. Yeah. Like, you know, and people. We didn't make that last touchdown again. Yeah, no. Uh, no, you're, you're exactly right. You know, and people say. Uh, you know, that Mark Stoops, you know, takes his foot off the gas. I don't know that it's Mark Stoops. I think we just started having stupid penalties and we, we started not playing as hard. I don't think it had anything to do with pay, play calling or coaching. And that, that's just my opinion. But uh, I don't think it's Mark Stoops' fault. Texas fans are, are sometimes a little ridiculous at times. We know this. We all get, we get all get upset. But like I told Wait till basketball season. He's not on that. He's over high. I'm like, well, four games in. Maybe he's still working some things out. I mean, he didn't have the best game in the world, but he didn't have the worst game in the world either. And my thing, my take on it is that the the BBN nation needs just to relax. I mean, we put, like I said, we put 45 on the board against Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt. On the road, yeah. I just think we just just need to. just relax for a minute. I know next week we'll see what we're really made of. We go, we play Florida, and I think we still can beat them. And I honestly still think, for some reason, that we got to really improve. We can beat Georgia, but man, we're <laughs> yeah. It's so it's so strange. I mean, every one of these games, you know, we, we covered in three to four of these games, and yet after every game, we've been like, man, <laughs> like we could be so much better. Yeah, you know, like so. I don't know what that. It, it's just weird. It's just weird season so far. But we got anything else, Josh? Before we let you go? Uh, no, man. Um, just like I said, we got to clean up them penalties. I think uh, um, they were discussing on the second half. Uh, I think the country had like a couple penalties in the first half, and then in the second half they had seven or eight. I mean, that just can't happen. It yeah, really we, we had five and one drive. Honestly, it started with uh, giving them like 10 points up to Vanderbilt and only going up 14 at the half. But we need to uh, clean those up. We can't keep on having them errors. Uh, I don't think we had any major injuries today, so that's always a positive. And I don't think we had any. But yeah, Larry had two picks, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He had, he had a couple he's got, picks. He's got to clean that up. That's four interceptions or five. I think he threw a pick in every game 
this year. He has. He has. Yeah. And he I has. think I think uh, earlier, I think earlier in the season, you know, those picks could we they you could blame the, the wide receivers for those today. I think they're absolutely both on Leary. I think both yeah. picks were yeah, his these, fault. These were definitely on Leary today. I mean, so yeah. We got some, we got a few things correct. I think Stoops to get them there. I think Stoops to get them uh, ready. And honestly, maybe I don't know. Maybe Stoops did tell them to back off a little bit. The reason is maybe he didn't want to put too much tape out there for Florida to look at. Maybe he's got something saved for Florida. Let's hope that's what it is. But again, forty-five points. I, if we get forty-five against Florida next week, we're going to be over the moon. So, we win. I mean, if we if, if we get forty five against Florida uh, next week, Josh, we win. We want yeah. on the road at Vanderbilt. We got our revenge, so that's the hope matters. That's right. That's right. Well, thanks for calling in, man. We appreciate it. Go Cats. Four zero. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. All right. Thank you. Go Cats. Go Cats. Yeah, we put up forty five against Florida. Really, against a bunch of teams, even Tennessee. I think we win. So, yeah, we just we weren't putting yeah. so, up forty five last year. A few a few things to point out. We finally got we ran sixty offensive plays today, which um is way more than what we've been running. Yeah, and we won the time of possession barely, but we won. It's the first Another time all that, year. Oh, we're getting the it was 30, 30, 31 minutes and something. Yeah, and almost uh -huh. twenty nine. It was barely, but we won the time of possession. We yes, we did. Well, we're getting a call from Clyde here. Here, hey Clyde, how you doing? Uh, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on, man? Cats are four and zero, uh, yep. but uh, you know we still don't feel great. I thought we we're going to run them yep. out of there, but uh, what what do you think? I don't feel really all that great to be honest with you either. I'm not in, really all that impressed with this team yet. I'm just not not really all that impressed. Um, to be honest, um, they they gotta they gotta fix up some plays, man. They gotta just clean up their act a little bit because they're you know they just get way too big headed into the game and they just end up giving up on a few plays. Which I'm with Brad. You should not have let Vanderbilt score 28 points. I mean that was ridiculous. Like come on, defense. Like our front four has struggled all year and and. Um, it's just ridiculous. And uh, our linebackers didn't really do much today either. It was mainly the secondary that carried the load today. I mean. I didn't expect that. I thought if there was going to be one area that we were exposed today, it would have been the secondary because Vanderbilt's best thing they got going for them is their receiving core. It's their receivers. So, uh, so that surprised me. It was one of many surprises in this game. But um, how you feeling going, in, going to the Florida game? I mean, you, you, you nervous? You feel like we're going to be all right. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know, man. Um, I think we probably might end up getting beat, to be honest. Um, I just don't know. Uh, but then again, Florida hasn't looked that great either. I mean, they beat a sorry Tennessee team. Tennessee is sorry this year. They suck. They suck. Yeah, they well. do. They suck. I mean, they, they the, can't win on the road. They can't win in the swamp. What's the score they of that can. game? By the way, right now the the Tennessee game they're playing UTSA. I know, but uh, it's thirty one nothing halftime. By the way, by the way, Oregon's beating Colorado thirty five to nothing. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think Clyde said, "Did didn't you say?" I think Clyde dropped a comment earlier in the show that Colorado's getting gonna uh, get beat bad, uh, and Oregon's up yeah. thirty five to nothing. 
right now. So, yep. yeah, uh, I retract my Colorado bandwagon uh, fandom. <laughs> so, yeah, I will not be wearing the hat or the sunglasses anytime soon. But uh, but it, it would be crazy, though. I mean, have we ever beaten Florida three years in a row? I mean, we got the opportunity yep. to do that. You know, next week, yep. if we beat Florida, it, it'll be three years in a row that we beat Florida. I mean, did you ever yeah, think that would have happened? Come on, boys. Let's get yeah, this please. Let's I, get I, I never thought we would get 10 wins in the season, but it happened. And in yeah. all my time, I never thought we would have ever beaten Florida, but it's happened. So, to be honest, like, what Stoops has done for us is just I couldn't I could be more thankful, to be honest. I mean, I – and right now there's talks about him going to Michigan State and – He's not going to Michigan State. I'm like, what is going on? Like, what are you on? He's not going to Michigan State. Like, just shut up with all that crap because I'm tired of it. Yeah. Deal with this every year. Every time a coach gets fired in the season, every single time, coach gets fired at another university. Tennessee's ahead 31 over UTSA. Just go after Stoops, you know. It happened with uh, with LSU. We all thought last year or the year before that yeah. he was going to go to LSU, and it's just like, man, come on, stop with all this crap, man. If, well, he uh, if he's not going to LSU, he's not going to Michigan State. I promise you. No, yeah, he ain't going no. nowhere. First of all, he's staying amen. here because we can't afford to lose him anyways. Amen, amen, Brad. But well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Got anything else before we let you go, Claude? Uh, we got, I think that the phone line's blowing up tonight. So, okay, well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, we'll uh, take some more calls. Call in, guys. Brad, we want to hear you know, from you. I'll give more of my thoughts on the Florida game on your show Thursday. I'll, I'll give some more of my thoughts on that. I, I do got some thoughts about that game, so I'll say that for Thursday. Claude, sounds I'm good, ready man. To, I'm ready to chomp some gators. All right. Well, y'all yeah. take care. All right, you too, man. Yeah, me, me, me too, Brad. I, I'm, I'm ready to chomp some gators. I'm, I'm a, I'm a gator hater. You know, I have multiple gator hater shirts, and uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, like I'm, I'm all about it. So, okay, I think we're getting a call. I assume this is John Hammonds because it is a six oh six number. But uh, you're on with Talking Kentucky. Is this John Hammonds? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, man? How's what's it going, up, Hammonds? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Yeah, this is me. All right. Party. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what this Clyde guy is talking about. Like <laughs> he rambles too much for me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry. Mean, that's just not the end, but. Well, what what you think about the cats, uh, John? Uh, I thought, you know, they dropped some passes. You know, they they had some offensive line issues. They had the the the, the incident where um, Eli Cox, you know, stepped over Devin Leary's foot. Um, there was just a lot of mix-ups on the offensive line and. You know, Vandy at times was pushing them off the ball, and that yep. should not that should not that should not be happening. And I'll say this going forward: that if you cannot block any better than what you did today, 
going forward against teams like Florida and Georgia, it's it, you're, you're not going to you're not going to win those battles. And you know, like today, we was in the red zone a couple of times and we didn't score. And you can't do that against teams like Florida next week, where you you have mistakes in the red zone, because Florida will take advantage of that stuff, unlike what Bandy will do. Because Bandy, Florida is on a different level than Vanderbilt is. So that was my biggest concern, and I felt like Leary overthrew some balls today that he normally makes. He, he didn't he didn't throw the ball very well. I think he's still rusty after being out what two years from injury. Yeah, like that hurt him a lot. Yeah. Um, but I thought the defense played really well, and you know I thought the front four played decent. I mean, to me, they did. I thought they pressured A.J. Swan a little bit, made him force some throws. He threw, what, two pick sixes, two pick sixes to Maxwell Harrison. Yep. Maxwell Harrison is an absolute stud. He is. Um, and, John, did you did you think that, that he was going to be that good going into the season? Because I didn't. I, I was pleasantly surprised at how good this kid is. I, I really didn't, but I knew he had potential. Mm-hmm. And I knew he he was growing into his own. Um, this defense is really really good. And, you know, they, they challenged him today too. Today, the three star that picked Kentucky over LSU. Um, he he he's a big factor for the next year's class. Right. Um, yeah. So you know, going forward, I think the defense is okay, um, especially in the next couple of years. I think what they need to do, they need to get some running backs. Um, they need to look at some running backs in, in this next class, the next few classes, mm-hmm. because the running game is very subpar right now. But and how much of that do you think is the O line? A lot of it is. Yeah. Because, you know, McLean and Ray Davis are not finding no holes whatsoever. And a lot of that's contributed to the O line. And I think moving forward, you're. You can't have what you did today against a team like Florida because next week because Florida will they'll pin their ears back and they'll dare us to beat us through the air. Quit acting like Florida's a great team. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm not so sold on the Florida game yet until I don't know. No, I feel hey Brad, Brad saying telling you to quit acting like Florida's a great team. <laughs> they're not, I mean, I'm not saying they're great, but they're they're decent. They're they are decent. They are decent, but I think nah, they are too. But I was just aggravating about Clyde, <laughs> by the way, just so Clyde don't think I'm aggravating him. So okay, I was, I was just picking at Clyde. All right. Uh, by the way, we're good. I just got an update. Oregon has 42 pieced Dion. <laughs> They're 42 points, and it's still nine minutes left in the, in the Guys, he has well, one of the worst defenses in the country. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, and then, I mean, with the loss of Travis Hunter, I mean, too, I mean, I knew it was going to get ugly. I knew it was going to get 21 points. They have won spread, games but... by scoring a lot of points, but they give up one of the worst. They have one of the worst defenses. I mean – you you let any you let anybody on your show you let anybody you let anybody join you know talking Kentucky. Hey, I will. Come on now. I know. Now. No man, no man. But uh, hey, we have to get you on one of these on here. Oh, you will. 
Oh, we'll good. Keep Brad off. Brad, Brad, Brad <laughs> needs to go do some events. Go, Brad, do some events. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, man. I you, Brad, buddy. I'll see you this week. All right, man. See you guys. All right, John. Thanks for coming. We'll see in. you, man. Uh, but, That's my uh, partner on college podcast, by the way, John Hammonds. Yeah, so. yeah, for those of you that don't know, yeah, that is yeah. Uh, John Hammonds, the other uh, host of College Sportscast. But, um, but hey, give us a shout, guys. We'd love to get some more calls. Tell us your thoughts on the Cats, how you feeling about Florida going into that game, 502-234-1504. We'd love to hear from you. Um, or leave a comment uh, down in the feed below. So, so a couple of things that I want to mention real quick. So Kentucky is four and zero for the fourth time in six years. Okay, which is good. And on top of that, this is the third year in a row that Kentucky has been four and zero, and that is the first time that has happened since nine. 1911. That's that's hard to believe. <laughs> that that's that's a quite a and, and here we are as Kentucky fans getting on here and, and complaining about stuff. Okay. Right, right. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so I just want to point out there's a couple of really good facts. For the last six years, we have started the season four and oh, and yep. three years in a row, and that has not happened since 19. 19- 11 <laughs> and, and so 112 right. years ago you're right we do have a lot to be happy about you know for sure uh we we do have a lot to be thankful for that this program is, is going in, in different directions and hey uh and, and john recruiting and is going really well right now as well oh it is exceptionally well john in the comments here says brad i love you man just picking <laughs> i i know yeah, no, I know. I, I, no I me and John are cool. He's my partner on the show. We we just yeah. pick at each other a lot. So yeah. oh no, absolutely. <laughs> but I do want everybody to think about this. You know, we're allowed to get excited. You know, because especially early in the season, because that that's what you do. Um, but uh, you know, if we were to go beat Florida next week, you're five and zero going into Georgia, and nobody expects which is where, which yeah. is where I which is where I thought we would be. Okay, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna me go too. ahead and say it. I, I I had picked us being five and zero going into Georgia. Now I did, as did I. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so we we're on track. You know, we for, for what I thought that was capable of this year. Yeah. And next week is a home game. I was there two years ago in the stadium when we beat Florida for the first time at home in I don't know, thirty years or whatever it was. Man, I'm I was there. Yeah. I was there. Um, the crowd rushed the field. I mean, it was a great yeah. experience. Um, and one of my favorite games that I have ever gotten to, go to just to be honest yeah. with you. Um, oh, sure. And yeah, absolutely. It was a, I mean, just um, fantastic experience being there. And I've been to a lot of games in my life, not tons, but quite a few of games. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so if we can, then we will show up in Athens, and probably both teams will be five and zero. Get game day there. You know, no. it, it'd be a big game. Both teams are five and zero going to Georgia. That'd be a big game. You know, and if, if no. it, yeah, go ahead. 
Now we do have a challenge next week. I'm not going to sit here and act like that. We're going to stomp all over Florida or nothing right. like that. But yeah. however, do I think that we have the team to beat them at home? I yeah. certainly do. And I expect it to be honest with you. I don't know what the line's going to be on this game yet because it's a home game. Now they got Florida ranked, you know, I, you know, I'm not exactly sure what the line's going to be, but I yeah. feel like Kentucky should be favored by two and a half or three. Yeah, at home, I, I think at I home? think it's about even, and I think Kentucky gets the gets the three points. I think and, yeah, you will uh-huh. see the line somewhere around two to three in Kentucky's yeah. favor. That's what I think. I would we'll agree with that this week. Well, well, you were right last week about that Sports Center top ten play. So we'll see if you're right yeah. about the line too. You know, we'll, we'll see. But yeah. that's that's where I think we'll see this open up. Yeah, the line. I the line. agree. But you know, you're five and zero. Oh, Go, it, it, you know, if you beat Florida next week, you're five and zero going into Georgia. Nobody expects to win that game. Nobody expects you to win that game. So if you lose that game, it's like okay, fine. Everybody expected you to lose that game, uh, and then you're five and one. And then who we got after Georgia? Is it uh, is it Missouri? We home? play Missouri at home. Okay, we get Missouri at home. That's a very um, winnable game, right? It you is. Know? I mean, it's a, it's a game that we should win at home. Yes, uh-huh. and be six and one. Yes. It, and then, then who who we got after? Is it Tennessee? I think we have a bye week, and then okay. Tennessee. Yeah, I think. Well, I've got it up here. Yeah, you're right. It's a bye week. I've got I've got it up here. Yeah, the, yeah. We have a bye week, and then it's Tennessee. Uh, the bye week, and then it and then it's Tennessee. You get Tennessee at home, and I don't yeah. think Tennessee is as good. I know they're blowing out UTSA, but who cares? You know, if you beat Florida, you know, depending on how you play against Florida, you got to think that we can play well against Tennessee too. Then you go to Starkville. Which uh, I which might. is a tough which is a tough place that we don't we usually don't play well. In no, for some we reason. never we never play well in Starkville. But I mean, it's just a place that we uh, you know over the last fifteen years we usually don't play well in Starkville. Yeah, no, we don't. It, it, but you know, Caden uh, and I might be going to that game, so we'll be sure that we play well. Uh, and then you get Alabama, the other one of the big two Georgia and Alabama games. So, you know, if you drop that one, you know, nobody nobody really cares. South Carolina on the road will be tougher than people think. And then I think we still beat Louisville at home. So, I mean, you're in a good position. It's there for the taking. Um, uh, and this you know, Florida game is a very, very key game to have that special season that we all would like to see. Well, you know, you look at you look at Florida. You look at Missouri, and you look at Tennessee. Really, I think Florida, Missouri, Tennessee. If you if you were to win all three of those games, I mean, it'd be a special season, right? Those are kind of yep. the big three games there. So, and we got two tough road games: Mississippi State and South Carolina late in the, in the season. Yep. Tough road, SEC road games. Um, yeah. You know, and we'll see. I mean, I really don't think this Mississippi State team is that great of a team right now. Mm-hmm. No. But it's just a place that we have not – historically, for the last 15 years, we have not played well in Starkville. No, we we absolutely have not uh, yeah. there. But um, – which, by the way, uh, yeah, I have a friend that teaches at Mississippi State. I mentioned this on our show with Wildcat Sports Talk. Did you know that the original live Bulldog mascot is buried under the 50-yard line of the football field? I did not, no. So maybe maybe it's haunted by the Bulldog. Maybe that's why we don't play well there. 
I mean, it could be. We really do not. I mean, I can't. Honestly, there's probably not one game in Starkville, but may, I mean, maybe one of the last like seven or eight games that we actually have played halfway decent at. John says it's a, it's a house of horrors here. Uh, it absolutely yeah. is. Hey, I wanted to give a shout out <clears throat> um, to uh, to my neighbor growing up and former high school basketball teammate, Michael Clark. Uh, was driving the lead helicopter in the flyover at the Vanderbilt game today. Uh, his, his name is Michael Clark and his mom, Susan Clark, uh, who is, are, is still my uh, my neighbor back home, um, uh, was there today and uh, super proud of Michael and just wanted to give him a shout out and say thanks for your service, Michael. Um, and I think I even have a little video here of the uh, of the flyover itself, I do. In in fact, so this is a little video uh, from live in the stadium that that his mom took of of the flyover during the national anthem uh, today. So I just wanted to give Michael a little little screen time here. Uh, So it's pretty cool. Uh, you yeah. know, he was the one actually driving the helicopter in the front. So that is, uh, I think he's stationed in Clarksville, uh, Tennessee. So, right. Um, but uh, don't think he was allowed to rock any UK swag. Otherwise, he probably would have. I know he was cheering for the cats at, at, at heart today. Um, so, uh, but yeah, just wanted to give him a shout out and say, uh, say thanks for your service uh, to Michael. Absolutely, there. man. Yeah. Absolutely. I, had, I had a buddy that, out of high school that was stationed in Clarksville, too. Oh, gotcha! Awesome. I, hey, I yeah. think we're getting. I think we're getting another call here. I don't know if this is a second uh, a Josh Hart call, but uh, you're on with Talking Kentucky. Who's this? Yeah, this is Josh. I forgot okay. one thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> bring it up about the. Uh, I, I like double dipping sometimes. It's fun That's to okay. Talk twice. <laughs> hey, hey, you can do it on Talking Kentucky. You can't do it on KSR, but you can do it on Talking Kentucky. Well, John brought that up actually. I think Brad on his call they brought that up about the guy that chose us over LSU. Um, which yeah, we're killing it in recruiting in all areas right now. You know, we got cut. And just so you guys know, it wasn't just LSU. Yeah. Alabama's offered, USC Alabama. is offered. I mean, yeah. like this kid has some really legit offers and he and he chose it Kentucky. Does. Yeah. All right. One one serious question. If for somehow we or we beat Florida next week, and we go into Georgia and for some reason figure a way to beat them on a serious note, yep. can we beat anybody else the rest of the year, the Alabama, the, the South Carolina, the Michigan? Yes, if we can beat Georgia yeah. in Athens, yeah. 
Yeah, if if we beat Georgia, then I'll be pissed in Athens. Game, yes, we should yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You beat Georgia in Athens. Let's go undefeated. And yeah, go to the we, college football we're, we're going to win the national championship if we beat Georgia and <laughs> Athens. I, I'm just going to go on record saying that right now. You didn't even beat Colorado. I'm you what, if, yeah. if, if we do beat, we beat Florida next week, and I don't. That's not going to be a blowout. But yeah. if, if we win by a touchdown, I'll be happy. And if we go to Georgia and beat Georgia by three points, then they better start talking about us, and yeah. they better show Kentucky some respect. Yeah, Honestly, that, because yep, they better. Well, and at this point, you know, through these four games, these are the four games that we were like, everybody thought we, we were supposed to win, right? Were these first four games. And, and Kentucky fans thought we would, you know, blow all these guys out, right? So now, going forward, I don't care how we win games. Do not care how many, how we win it. I just care that we win. I don't care yeah. how it's done. Yes. Yeah, I don't either. Yep. We, and we've we can kick we can kick seven field goals and beat somebody and I don't yeah care. that's I, that's fine with me <laughs> yeah that's fine um but uh but uh, well thanks Josh for the second call we yeah. appreciate it yeah hey, no problem but uh I just forgot about the, the linebacker kid or the I think he's linebacker but uh, he was we're just like I said we're killing it recruiting uh, if we get that defensive end Brad was talking about and I mean this just I mean, there's so many schools after that kid. If we land him, I mean, that just shows you the direction that Mark Stoops has the program going. Yep. My fingers are crossed, Josh, on that one. Well, we may as well. Yes. Yeah, I, I can I completely agree. Well, and uh well, Josh, thanks for thanks for the double dip. We appreciate it. All right. Nope, no double dipping, Josh. Go cats. Yes, go cats. <laughs> Claude says, should, should I call again in the comments? Yeah, I think we'll limit it to, you know, I don't yeah. want to Matt Jones anybody, but we'll probably limit it to one uh, one double dip per show here, probably, I think. Um, but, uh, you know, and there's a lot of great games to get to. You know, I got to get back. There to is. So, uh, Florida too. State pulled it out in overtime over Clemson today at Clemson. Very tough place to play. Yeah. Clemson actually led 24-17 in the fourth. They scored late to tie, and then he hit um, Keon Coleman in the back of the end zone on a mm -hmm. big-time throw Travis did and yep. beat them for the first time in seven years um, today, which, guys, that's – I mean, in my opinion – even though we're just at week four, mm -hmm. I, I think that pretty much eliminates Clemson from the college football playoffs. Oh, I think it absolutely does. Yeah, they're zero and two. Shocked. They're zero and two in the ACC. They lost yeah. to Duke in Florida State. Yeah, yeah, I know. Who would have thought that that would have been the start to the season? There, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, uh, this Arkansas LSU game, you know, if you don't know. Uh, and you're listening. Uh, I'm a graduate student at LSU, so I'm down here in Baton Rouge. It hasn't started yet, has it? No, it starts at like six or six thirty or That's something like that. But you know, the yeah. tailgate. I went out for a run this morning around campus. You know, it went for a right. two mile two mile run before uh, before the. They the started tailgating at seven o'clock this morning. <laughs> oh yeah, well listen, like you can't get around. <laughs> on a game day in Baton Rouge, the whole campus shuts down. Yeah. I mean, you cannot get – like, you can't even drive. You can't go anywhere. Right. And, I yeah. mean, it's literally not possible. 
So uh, you better like go to the grocery, whatever you need to do earlier in the week, because you can't get around Baton Rouge, um, you know, because one hundred and two thousand extra people come to the city, <laughs> you know, for right, for the right. game. So it's yeah. pretty it's pretty insane. So but some of these tailgate setups, man, at LSU, people got inflatable couches, big TVs. The food <laughs> is unbelievable. These big pots right. of gumbo. Oh, the Cajun food. Of God. Crawfish. I, mean, I envy it, you. You have no idea. I I lived in the Gulf for five, yeah. five and a half years, and that Cajun food, man, I you can. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm going to need you to bring me some, Coleman. Seriously, well, that's fine. Yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You could just, but you could just walk around to these tailgates, you know, and people hand you food, you know, beer, whatever. You know, it's just even if you're wearing a Kentucky shirt. So I can um, do beer, I, but I can't get that that authentic Cajun food like that. Yeah, no, it's something else. And half the time you don't even know what's in it. It's like, what is this? You know, what is in what is gumbo? I love spicy. And if man, if you like spicy food, it's the bomb. That's yeah. all I'm saying. It it is. It is. So uh <laughs> then you got the Arkansas fans down here too. So it's a true deep south. You know, it's a battle for the golden boot, as they say. It's a big, it's a big boot because Arkansas and, and Louisiana on the map right. make a boot. So but yeah. it, that's a 17 and a half point spread, though, Brad. It was LSU, 17 and a half. You think? LSU well, Arkansas, covered? they really didn't. Um, you know, they got beat by BYU at home last week. And I thought LSU yeah. made Mississippi State look terrible last week. Uh huh. You know, um, and I, I'm not 100% sold that Mississippi State is really that bad. I think maybe that LSU was just that good. Yep. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of where I'm at right now. You know, it's just I think so. fixed to be week four. But I mean, right now, I thought LSU was just that good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sold on Arkansas yet. Not Pittman. Yeah, not Pittman is. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you guys. He's starting to get into some trouble down there. He is. Yeah. And I like Sam Pittman a lot. I, like I do too. Yeah. I think he's, I think he started out really yeah. well, but I'm going to give y'all something. So with Pittman, I mean, he's had KJ Jefferson and Rocket Sanders for the last two years. And everybody thought after two years ago that they were going to be on the uptick and they just haven't hit it, hit it yet at Arkansas. Um, you know, so uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm not saying he's gone. I'm definitely not saying that yet. But I think there's starting to be some. I mean, when swirl you, of of unrest down when there. you lose when you lose to BYU at home. I mean, you yeah. can't. I mean, you can't lose to BYU. I mean, that yeah. just uh, doesn't happen. So but if Clark, you're asking me, if you're asking me today, if I think the 17 and a half is uh, you know a good spread, yeah. I, I I actually picked LSU to cover. Well, this I, game, so. I I think I did too. So I I, so I think we'll they see. Will. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Clyde says. Speaking of that game, Clyde says, "Are you going to the game?" Uh, I'm not, Clyde. I, I want to make it over to an LSU game at some point this year. Um, I went to the to the LSU Ole Miss game last year, Death and Valley. that was yeah, Death Valley, where opponents' dreams come to die. Yeah, so <laughs> I went to the that was the three thirty CBS game uh, that I went to. So it wasn't a true night game in Death Valley. I'd love to go to a night game in Death Valley. I think that would be that a would bit be different. that would be bucket list for me right there. Oh yeah, well you know a night game at Death Valley that would be that would be big time. 
was still beating Ole Miss, you know. Uh, they were undefeated at the time. That was cool. I mean, the, the fans rushed the field. I thought that was a little kind of weird to rush the field for Ole Miss, but, you know, that's okay. Um, but uh, this place was a nut house when they beat Alabama. I mean, I wasn't at the game, but, like, I mean, it was just absolutely <laughs> insane. Right. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so – not going Texas, to the game Texas A&M has beat Auburn today 27 to 10 in the SEC to kind of give you an SEC score. Auburn um, no longer undefeated. <laughs> right. Auburn Auburn's no longer undefeated now. So Yep. Um and Mississippi is on the ropes. Uh yeah, let me oh, give you, let, me, let, me, let me give you an update. What's the score? 24 to 10 Alabama. Alabama's up 24 to 10. Um, That's now it's a, it's the fourth quarter, about 12 minutes to go. So yep. I'm going to give y'all a quick little update, Kentucky fans. Mm-hmm. If Ole Miss goes down, there's going to be two undefeated teams in the SEC. Kentucky and Georgia. And Georgia. <laughs> And we're both still going to be undefeated going into week. There's going to be two remaining undefeated teams in the SEC if Ole Miss goes down. Because Auburn was the other one. And Ole Miss, there was five last week left. If yeah. Auburn goes down and Ole Miss goes and down. And Ole Miss goes down, which it looks like they're going to. Kentucky and Georgia. I like it. And Josh Hart says, by the way, why are we playing Florida at high noon? That's so ridiculous that time of game. Josh, yeah, you need to go that, back. I, I don't even want to. Uh, that that yeah. upsets me so bad. It's been since 2003 that Kentucky-Florida has been a noon kickoff game. Yeah. All right? Yeah. 17 of the last 19 years, it's been a prime time, 6, 6, 37 o'clock um, kickoff. Yep. You know, central time is what I'm quoting. Um, it's, it's ridiculous. Two years ago, two years ago, when I was there at this game, it was one of the biggest primetime games of the year. Yeah. And why on earth they would have this as a noon kickoff is beyond me. I told the, I told him in my podcast, my college sportscast the other day, I said, SEC, you're drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they are. (laughs) But, uh, that's what I said. You need to get you need to go back and listen to our show with uh with Wildcat Sports Talk because we did a whole segment on this. I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, me and Caden and Adam and Tim were were just like cracking up, or we couldn't believe it. Uh, Adam said, "Why don't we play Alabama at ten o'clock in the morning?" You know, like at that at that rate. So you know, it just does not make any sense. So yeah, go go back and check that out for sure. Um, but uh, you know, speaking of undefeated teams. All these basketball blue bloods, Kentucky, Duke, UCLA, North Carolina, and uh, uh, Syracuse. Syracuse, another one. Yeah, Syracuse was another one on there. Uh, Yeah, are all undefeated. Yeah. So I mean, and speaking of basketball blue bloods, Duke's playing UConn right now. Duke's winning forty-one to nothing. Hey, this this Duke team in football is is a good, really good team. You know, can they get to the championship game in the ACC? Now that Clemson's got two losses and they beat Clemson. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I think it's possible. I'm not saying they are yet, but it's possible. This Duke team could be in the ACC championship. Hey, 
put your put your roadrunner hat on, meep meep. Uh, the Tennessee is only uh, UTSA has scored a couple touchdowns, 31-14. So it, to start the second half here, so looks like UTSA might have a little bit of a run in them. We'll see. Uh, okay. Probably not, but uh, you know, go roadrunners. You know, we we always uh, would like Tennessee to lose. So meep meep. Meet me. Yep. And uh, <laughs> and on that note, uh, we might go ahead and uh, wrap things up on our end here. Uh, but, you know, Cats get the win. Uh, 45 to 28. Don't think anybody predicted that score for today. But uh, we'll, mine we'll, was thir- mine was 34, 17 was my prediction today. Well, mine was mine was 31 to, uh, to 14, I think. Um, so, uh, but Caden said 42 to 10, so he might've been the, the closest out of all of us, but, uh, yeah. you know, um, cats get the win. A win is a win. That's a repeating refrain of this season so far. A win is a win. We need to print it on t-shirts. Um, but, uh, the cats get the win. We go into Florida next week. Brad's already called it. It's going to be a three point, two and a half or three point spread probably. Um, so, uh, we'll see if that holds. I true. think that's where it's going to be. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if that, <laughs> we'll see if that holds true. But, um, Hey guys, if you haven't already follow us on Spotify, uh, Spotify, go over and follow us on Spotify. If you're not, what are you doing? Go over and follow us on, on Spotify. Um, and then give us a five-star rating on Spotify too. And if you aren't following Brad's, um, podcast, college sports cast, what are you doing? Go follow it on Spotify and all the things and, and rate it five stars as well. That the, the rating stuff, rating podcast, that really helps, you know, be, it does. Be, we, we say that, um, but you, you know, it really does. So go, go rate us. Um, that, that would really help us out there. Um, we have a YouTube channel, subscribe to talking Kentucky on YouTube, uh, at talking underscore Kentucky. You're going to want to follow us there too. Um, if you like uh, laughing. Um, so, Cats get the win. Um, <clears throat> 4-0. Let, let's, go, let's go beat Florida, and let's let's go undefeated into Georgia. Let, and, and hopefully Alabama gets the win so that Kentucky and Georgia can be the two undefeated teams left in the SEC. Let's go chomp some Gators. Let's, let's go chomp, chomp. Meep, meep, and chomp, chomp. Um, but th- thanks, guys, for tuning in. This has been the Talking Kentucky postgame show, uh, and we will see you guys next time. Go Cats.